This is Akafe. Laura Marie and Jessica Marie proudly present A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, a podcast. Fair warning, everything the hosts say is explicit, full of spoilers and adult content and shall not be used against them. They have opinions. Let's try not to drag anyone for expressing themselves and just have fun for an hour. We all deserve it. This episode contains spoilers from the From Blood and Ash series, The Bridge Kingdom, Serpent and Dove, Akamath, and the upcoming book, The War of Two Queens. Additional mentions include the Plated Prisoner series and Shadowhunters, specifically from Immortal Instruments and The Infernal Devices. Hi, everybody, and welcome to A Court of Phantoms and Exploration, your weekly deep dive into the YA literature and fandoms that we love. I'm Laura Marie. And I'm Jessica Marie. And today we are very excited to discuss A Shadow in the Ember, the very new release from Miss Jennifer L. Armentrout. I'm so excited. I feel like this, we're just excited and hyped in general because this is our first arc as a podcast that's just really exciting and we're very grateful for the opportunity that Social Butterfly PR reached out to us. So thank you. We are honored. We're appreciative. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to, I don't know how to stop gushing. So I'll just stop there. So yes, thank you very much. We are very honored. Now, that being said. <laughs> We are still having a normal episode. We're still getting into this. This is still just us. So. Hashtag no ad. (laughs) Yeah. Hashtag no ad. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, Definitely, definitely not. Okay. So again, and I I told her today as we're recording this, it is Thursday. I've got my Dune t-shirt on and uh, I'm going to see Dune this weekend. I was talking to uh, Miss Cat Rose at writing my passion on TikTok. And she's right, my passion on Instagram. And I want to shout her out because she had just read A Shadow in the Ember and she was looking for somebody to talk to. And I was like, bestie, let's go. (laughs) So she and I were talking a little bit and she helped me kind of wrap my head around what was bothering me about this book because there were some things that were bothering me about it. So thank you so much, Kat, for being like a sounding board and you're you're just the best. I know. like She's so good. uh, You're such a friend of the show. You're such just a wonderful person. Thank you for bringing joy to everyone. (sighs) Okay. Okay. So let's- I need to know. Tell me. (laughs) I know. So let's start this episode. So um, Jess, who are you in love with? Are you in love with Mr. Daddy Nikdos? Because that's canon. That sentence is said in the book. Yeah, but it's not said in the way that like people wanted to. Like it's said in the way <laughs> that Cass. I mean, it's like I say, like Cassian refers to Reese. Like, but that's how the fandom has made Cass and Reese. Like Cass always refers, and we know Caven always is like, "Okay, Dad." <laughs> like that's how. It's not like, "Oh, Daddy." It's it's Daddy. <laughs> it sounds so weird. But that's, but that's context. Not, that's, that's context. It's not, Sarah is not calling Nikto's daddy is what I'm saying. Ugh, not yet. Uh, or are you still in love with Cass? Who do we oh, like? Because, Cass. Okay, Cass. Cass. I'm not even, I I told, I think I even said before the episode, I go, I, Cass is still, he's still my guy. Like, he's still my number two. Who knows I, what'll happen in March 2022? Because he's he's creeping up on Reese. Yeah, God. Um, so I think the best thing to do is kind of just go through as we usually do. But I just want to say, I'm asking you that question. Like, do you like Nikdos or do you like Cass? Because to me, they are the same fucking character. They are the same fucking person. And it took me a really long time to, um, kind of just wrap my head around that not only are they not the same person, not only is there no payoff to why their mannerisms and like, Everything they say and do and, oh, my God, they're all the same. But, like, there's no payoff to that. And and they're just the same character. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Lasagna. <laughs> I think that's where we should start is lasagna. We're like, is it lasagna? Is it lasagna? Lasagna? We're just going to call it lasagna. Yeah, we're going to call it lasagna because <laughs> um, it looks like lasagna when you're looking at it just briefly. If you just glance at it, it looks like lasagna. And Stina... Bless her. 
changes up the pronunciation a bit, uh, depending on uh, the uh, emotion that she is emoting when she is performing. So it's lasagna, las, las, lasagna. I don't know. Yes, I gave you a whole list. <laughs> you know, but at the same, I know you kept texting me. You're like, here's another way. Here's a, and this is after you did your your arc your your arc read, and then you're like, and now you know Stan Stina Nielsen. We're gonna go ahead and you know for pronunciation sakes. But that kind of also aligns with. JLA because she said, I think it was with an interview with Yahoo back in March, no, in April, um, she, for the Crown of Gilded Bones. She made a comment of, you know, everybody's asking her about different pronunciations. She goes, I'm the writer. And even I, because they were talking about Delano and she goes, I pronounce it different every time. So I feel like Stina does get a pass if JLA saying she pronounces it different every time, then we can give Stina a pass there. I just want to point out I'm wearing my Dune t-shirt. No, you're so ready for this weekend. I'm so ready. Uh, this episode airs on Monday. I will have already seen Dune. I'm seeing it on Saturday in IMAX. If you want to talk about it, hit me up. I'm wearing the original cast t-shirt. Okay. Also, hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not an ad. <laughs> just very excited. Okay. We have a lot of energy for I, like I know. A, a weeknight. <laughs> I know. I'm just excited to talk to somebody because I've been at my mom's house for like a week. It's just, this is a lot. It's a lot. It's exciting to talk about the things that I like. Okay, so I don't know how your notes look, Jess, but mine are pretty chaotic. (laughs) That's exactly, you're sending me these notes and I'm in an interview with somebody and I was like, these are chaotic. Like, this is the first time where, you know, I, when you were making your packing list moving and you, I think you even shared them on your TikTok. You're like, oh my gosh, here's my packing list. And my husband, our editor, Sam, um, he's saying that they're very, like, they're very chaotic. And I go, no, it looks organized. Like, you know what it means. So if anything, it's like an organized chaos. And this is the first time I've ever seen notes from you that I go, wait, what? And even I had to verbally read them aloud to break it down to understand what you were saying. The notes that she's talking to uh, specifically are the notes about the Nikdos chapters in A Crown of Gilded Bones, which are very interesting and we will bring up later. Um, I'm only bringing up my chaotic notes because I split them into two parts. And it's the parts before Serafina goes to the Shadowlands and then after she goes to the Shadowlands. And obviously after is like way more intense. But, you know, to start off, I have... La San Ya. <laughs> That's the first thing I have. I just, I just want a vegetarian lasagna really bad. <laughs> yeah, That's like, damn, want. do I want noodles? Okay, so what do we have? We have, well, let's start from the beginning. I guess is the best way. The prologue. <laughs> uh, I think a great prologue. If if we're talking about a hook, that's a yes. good hook. Yeah, uh, you know that hook at the end of that prologue was like, okay, yeah, I will keep reading this. Why wouldn't you? You're like, wait, what? And the way it sets it up, and I think for the discussions that we had, and I texted you uh, when I had read it, oh, oh, whenever, um, I had said I'm already pissed at the patriarchy because they are con- like Sarah has been conditioned that that she has been trained her whole life. Nikdos comes and says. I don't need you. Go on your way. And then everybody blames her. What did you do to push him away? She's like, I didn't do I did everything I was supposed to do. And then some. I did everything by the book. I did everything right. And it was still and and, and she's treated like that for the next three years. Up until like they they reunite essentially. Um and I was so frustrated for her the entire time. And I, I I agreed with her frustrations. I agreed with her because she even like she started, I guess, quote unquote, mouthing off to her mother, who's the queen and her stepbrother and all these people, because at that point she was already defeated. She had nothing to lose because there was nothing more to gain at that point because everything she had worked for had been turned away by Nikdos, not just the initial time, but every year after that i have a controversial opinion i'm sure that this that's this whole episode i <laughs> continue i think i might like sarah more than poppy i think sarah is stronger yeah yeah doesn't mean i lo- like i relate to poppy i feel like sarah is more she's a woman she is a woman she's self-assured she is 
aware of her surroundings. She's clearly experienced more than Poppy ever did. Because if you look at it, even if you think of it of a like a of a copy paste of sort, especially because they are genetically related, I think. Yes. Um do we know <laughs> I don't know. Is this another question? I kinda fucked it all up. <sighs> to be the <laughs> We mm, we don't uh, I, we don't actually know because she's a descendant of Nikdos and we are assuming that it is Sarah but we don't know. No, that's true. Okay. Okay, fair. So, I feel as if with Sarah she has all the questions, she has all of this, but she the way Poppy was sheltered, Sarah was sheltered in her own way. She was sheltered to a point, to be to a point, and to be groomed as a warrior, as an assassin. Like Sir Holland even said that, like when she, he was like, "Well, what are you if you're not a princess?" And then she had to, like, you know, you had to do that positive self talk, if anything, to be like, "This is who I am. I'm an assassin. I'm a warrior. I'm a survivor. This is everything that I've accomplished." Whereas, and she was trained for that. Whereas Poppy was the opposite she was kept in her bubble she shouldn't she shouldn't know how to train she shouldn't know all the answers and that was very different with how sarah like even though she was chosen at that time it was very different with her training it kind of reminded me of lara in the bridge kingdom oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) no doubt uh Make him fall in love with you. And that is the spoiler. That's the plot. (laughs) Jesus. The bridge kingdom. Like, hello. I think it's on the back cover. Um, Yeah, I uh, I agree with you. I agree with you on all points. That being said, I really enjoyed that we find out that. Nikdos isn't as experienced as a primal as everybody assumes he is. Okay, but you just bring up an excellent point. Do we need Nikdos coming in his pants again? Do we, do we need that? Do <laughs> we need times? that? How many times do we need a man in this universe to come in his pants? Oh my god. With a sheepish grin with hair over his eyes. Like, it's the same thing. It was the same scene. C- come at me. Tell me I'm wrong. It's just, it's just instances like that took me out of the book is, is what it is. Instances where you remember a very specific scene from For Blood and Ash where it's like, why is this happening? Again. (laughs) Again, I have a whole thing about why is there such an emphasis on the difference between britches and tights? There are like three pages about the difference between britches and tights and one is thicker and one is, is one doesn't have a waist, doesn't have a waistband that digs in and one has pockets though. And one is fitted like, what the hell? Why is this? Why is this plot? Just, just give me leggings. Yeah. Like just, you know, what, what did Feyre get? Leggings and a sweater. Done. Nobody thinks about it again. Like, yeah. I, 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 like an I oversized know. tee and like riding boots. I love that look. I love that winter look. You know, I got so much other stuff going on. I got four dragon guards. I got rain, scion, Ector. I got the city of Hades. Okay. I got, uh, Ios <laughs> and Reaver and Jadis. I got, I, I, I got, uh, victors and guardians you got me paragraphs on the importance of tights i want to know more about the the guards oh, no, I, was, no. I was gonna say i was gonna say we're done we're done <laughs> no i had i had a compliment i i had to go to work yesterday and somebody complimented me on my tights because they were all glittery they were like and your gl- tights have glitter that was the whole conversation <laughs> Oh my gosh. I want to know more about the guards. I want to know. I mean, I guess we'll find out more about the Draken because um, I'm in one of the spoiler groups for JLA. And she does say, like, Reaver is, you know, spoiler for the War of Two Queens. Um, She does mention Reaver a lot. So I'm like, Reaver's a man now. So 
Reaver's a baby yeah. now, so whatever. He's a baby now, so like he's a, he's a seven year old little brat that pokes you to wake up. Like yeah. my niece is two and didn't even do that to me. Yeah, he's like staring at you, and then he calls his oh, dad so Nectus and not Dad. I was like, okay, cool. Um, okay, okay, we're all over the place here. Okay, so Sarah, why is Sarah important? Let's just go through all of Sarah's plot because there's just a lot. Why is Can Sarah? Can you important? help me because I retook the F cats. So. <laughs> I might be love reading. I might have been in every advanced level English, but I do not standardize test well. So I took the FCATs twice. Um, for anybody who listens and is not in our country, it's a standardized test in the state of Florida. I even asked you, I go, what is the plot? Is yeah. rot the plot? Rot, rot, is the, rot, rot is the plot. But also rot does not, not remind you of Plated Prisoner. Very much, very much okay. so, very much so. Very much so. Uh, do the Shadow Priests <laughs> remind you of the Silent Brothers? Oh, oh. I just stopped crying over the Shadow Hunters for oh, like little seven bit, days. A little bit? Are they not? A little bit? Okay. 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 Sarah. No, we won't go. We won't go. Sarah. Why is Sarah important? Sarah is a member of the 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 what Muriel bloodline. Mm-hmm. She is the the first female that is born in a shroud. And I guess also has a birthmark. And that signifies that she is destined to fulfill the deal that her ancestor, King Roderick, made with the primal of death. Meaning that the first female will be the primal of death's consort. And then um, the, the deal will be fulfilled and the land will be better because Sarah... It has, as we said, been groomed from a young age to be an assassin to murder the primal, and that, and if she does that, it ends the deal in her favor, which means that everything reverts back to paradise. That is what she has been believed. That has been her role. She was offered to the primal of death, and as Jess said, he turned her down, and then that's that's where we're at, right? And let's remember that the reason that she can kill. The primal is the primal has no weakness except love. So her her sole mission is to make him fall in love with her, become his weakness, and end him. Right. She's been groomed for this. And she says she uses the word groomed uh, uh, over and over again, which I thought right. was really, really interesting. And, like, she murders people. And, like, she she's cool with that. Um, okay. So Sarah has this. This. Okay. So Sarah has the same gift as poppy mm-hmm. sarah can bring people back from the dead she uses it on animals she uses it on people i um, get, and like fresh I, 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 this sounds so crass like fresh dead things fresh, <laughs> fresh dead things yeah fresh. we don't we don't want super been, yeah super, yeah, dead. Too super dead. dead you have to be newly dead. yeah so, i'm it's sorry like, it's like I'm new so- dead not dead dead um yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, so she can do that. And then she, uh, so she runs a bit wild, right? She, she does all the things that like Poppy was like working herself up to do. But she, but you know, I love that she knew, and that maybe this goes back to Sarah's personality is she gave herself, she, once she realized what she could do when she was younger, that she could bring things back to life, she gave herself a limit. She was like, yeah. I will not bring people back to life. Like, I can't play fate like that nor do you want other people to other people i mean gods and primals to see that she has this control and i think that was really um important but like of course she's like but it's an animal like don't we all feel that way maybe we don't all but you know if you've ever worked in the public or with anybody (laughs) usually you're like oh people suck animals not so much so yeah okay so she's bringing animals back to life and she's also um like uh, like her stepbrother's piece of shit, Davius. He oh, he like attacks her and abuses her. She's got Sir Holland to train her. Her stepsister Holland or her stepsister, sorry, Ezra. Ezra. Uh, her mom, who's a, who's a like raging bitch, and uh, that's her life. She's like really neglected, right? She's like neglected and you know whatever. Um, and then one night she sees three gods murdering people. Uh, murdering a baby and two people and then that is when she meets um you know nikdos and he you know ash for the first time right and 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 we get we get that situation but which honestly like i found myself like kind of skipping through some of this banter 
Cause, I, cause after a while, it was just like, okay, this is a, this is a lot. When she goes to the Lux, I felt like that interaction with, um, Nikdos was very much like Poppy and Cassa, the Red Pearl. Yeah, D- yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like no, no joke, no joke. Um, so oh, in that moment, was that the moment where she found the seamstress? Uh, that okay. So that was because no. I had a question about that. So part. the so she sees two people getting murdered. So the first time was the the brother and sister and the baby. That was the first time. The okay. second time was the seamstress, and the seamstress is the one that rose up with fangs on the top and bottom. So is she like the first craven? It sounds like it, doesn't it? But, right. But but I don't but remember. Nobody knew what that was. Like she even goes yeah. like that wasn't supposed to happen. And Ash, you know, Nikta says Ash, or I guess it's one of the same. He goes. That wasn't supposed to happen. Like, I've never seen that before. And it begs the question if the other gods have been going around and doing stuff like that, are there other cravens that we don't know about? I'm, I'm wondering, what, what is a revenant? Do we remember what a revenant is? I'm dumb. I just, I don't remember what a revenant is, but I remember Nikto says that revenant, because Poppy goes to Nikdos and Nikto says that revenants are an abomination. And he says that, and Nikto says when the seamstress rises up that that's evil, like that's an abomination. So I don't know what a revenant is. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now we're back. Okay. So uh we have looked up what Revenance is and <laughs> we are aware and we have all kind of we know what it is now. Okay. Okay. That is what she what that is what Poppy needs the Dragonfire to kill. That's the whole point. That's the whole yeah, point. Yeah, the Revenants cannot be killed. The only thing that can kill them is fire of the gods. Fire of the gods comes from Drakens, and that's why she needs that's what we know at the end of the Crown of Gilded Bones. Yes. Okay. So maybe that is a craven. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, that, that was never explained except that no one has ever seen it before and it's like super weird. Right. And that, and, and just that we knew, I feel like we know from the description. Yeah. That that's a craven. Yeah. Uh, something that's interesting here is that we have a lake instead of a blood forest for very <laughs> vigorous fingering. And that's always fun. They, uh, did third base a lot more than a run. F- yeah, you know, I feel like that's because he's a virgin, right? So he's like, and, 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 and she teases him about it too. She's like, "You're all fucking talk. Like, you know, you'll touch me a little bit, but you won't." Yeah, um, good for her. Yeah, I'm telling you, I like, I like Sarah. I like her just being like, you know, I, I also. Oh yeah, but she did that then too when he, he was like, oh, uh, when he needed to feed and he only fed a little bit, and she's like, I like. It, it's kind of like when. Ugh, you know, I'm going to feel when I say this. When Lou called Reed out on his shit in Serpent and Dove. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's it's nice. I like I like Sarah. I like her a lot. I like how um, strong she is. I like how she doesn't take the shit. I like how she likes what she likes and she doesn't apologize for it. And I like how she has less hand-wringing about things. Like, yes, she feels guilty, but she's able to process things. And like, she even says like, you know what? I handled this. I can handle this too. Like I can, I can process all of this. Like that, that's not a big thing. Um, Did so you they, notice that part where she was like tearing up and then she goes, no, we're not going to go there. We got shit to do. Like yeah. when she's talking about crying or when she was afraid. Oh, when um, Mattis had her and she was like, I was afraid. And even but Nikdos was nice about it. He was like, you, Let's get let's get one thing straight. You are never afraid. You may have fear, but you have never been afraid. And it was so interesting to see the separation of the two. And I had I had never thought of it that way either. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was that was a good moment. Uh, something that maybe wasn't really a good moment was um, <laughs> when Sarah said that something that she had seen was living in her head rent free. Um, that is something that doesn't belong here. That, that's too, um. Now? Yeah, that's too now. That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> uh, you know, I can understand because Cass says fuck. Like, I understand the, like, language that has been, like, laid out. Like, I, I understand. Like, we're, we're, you know, we're, like, building, but also taking away because that's in the future. Like, I get it. But, um. But technically, during those times, 
I don't feel like rent existed. So it's how just, would you know what rent free is? It's just it's weird. Um, a really good scene that like stands out is when um. Tavius. So there, there's a lot of plot that happens in between this, right? Like, like Sarah brings back uh, Ezra's like girlfriend, right? And like, and then you know the lake and all, all, all this stuff. Um, lots of vigorous fingering. <laughs> it's just, it's just a lot. Um, but where we're going with this is that um, Tavius, because Tavius, her shitty stepbrother, uh, becomes king. He becomes king and he takes Sarah like down to this chamber or whatever and starts to to whip her because she Sarah um wanted to whip him because he was whipping a horse it was this whole thing like his ego that whole thing fragile masculinity the whole works. yeah the the, the, whole, the whole works and Ezra's there and the other like girl is there and her mom is there and they're all horrified and because of the bond like the the the, the like feeling bond or whatever between Nikdos and Sarah, when she's being whipped, he can feel that and he comes to get her. This and is it, before, because he hasn't had blood yet. This is just the primal ember yeah. that's inside her that he feels that. Okay. Yeah. And he felt the like ember of her power or whatever when she brought someone back to life. Does uh, that remind you of something? It reminds me of a lot of things. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, we don't need to list them. But yes, it does. <laughs> it does remind me of exactly that. Um, and, but, but something that is brought up a little bit later in the book that I thought was really tongue in cheek that I appreciated was, um, you know, when Sarah is in the Shadowlands and she's in Elysium and she's meeting people and they're like, you know, blink twice if you're, you've been kidnapped. And, um, uh, Niktos goes like, you know, I don't have the taste for kidnapping women like, you know, my ancestors or whatever. And I was like, haha, I see you, Hades retelling. I see you. I see, <laughs> I see the nod because like it is everywhere. They even go through like a cave, like the water, you know, like under the lake and stuff, like. And how there's different sections of yeah. the, like he's the, the primal of death, you know, mm-hmm. so. He has, like, different, you know, this is where, like, people go to just, and they even say, like, it's not an end of life. It's just a new beginning. And then they also refer to, but then there's this other part that, you know, you're fucked. Yeah, like, like, the you're, like, a real, like the yeah, pits. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So I have to say, like, when she gets, I was telling, I was telling Miss Cat about this, too. When she gets to the Shadowlands, like, that is when... I like picked up on this book and I, I could like kind of blow through this a little bit but faster. But it was, it took, it feels like it took forever. It did. And it feels like it should be broken into parts and there's no parts here. It's just like chapters. Yeah. Like if it was like chapters, what, one to whatever, part one, I feel like Shadowlands should easily be a part two. Easily, easily. Yeah. So, you know, we get a lot in the Shadowlands. We get Shadowlands, there's Elysium, we get the Hades, which is the city. We get all these freaking people. Um, Oh my gosh. Um, and questions. We get so much world building done through questions. I already, now that we're talking about questions, I have a question because that's just me. So she heals a Q, a Q wolf. Yes. Don't we know that type of wolf from the newer book? Like the newer, I say newer, but like the net. You know what I'm trying to say? Like the from Blood and Ash. Like, isn't Kieran a type? Like, we know he's a wolven, but is aren't the wolven based off the Kia wolves? And then, secondly, if there's prime, primal, and we know wolven serve the primals, where are my where are the wolven right now? Yeah, these are all really excellent questions. <laughs> Especially, sometimes I just think I'm like, you know how sometimes when I do fantasy and sci-fi, I start asking all these questions, and you're like, Jess. You're asking the wrong questions. No, Just go that, with it. That's a good question because it was brought up but not addressed when they're talking about the Draken, right? And like, especially when we know that the Wolven are connected to the Primals and they call Poppy, you know, Lisa, my Lisa, and that's and that's what Nikdos is doing here and, and his and his people, they're referring to her as such. Okay, let me give you something. Let me give you something. Let me give you something. Okay. At the end of this book, what do they say Sarah is? A queen instead of a king. You are the primal of life. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's let's talk this out. So if Sarah now, for reasons we'll get into. So she's the primal of life. And she already has an affinity with the Kiwi Wolves. Then, like, she did it. 
She's the origin story of the Wolven. Boom. Oh. Boom. But if she's also the, you are the primal of life, what does that make Colas? Colas. He's also a primal of life right now because, mm, because he was initially the primal of death, which, and then Nikdos' father was the primal of life. And then they did some switcheroo that fucked everything up. I need a Shadowhunter's family tree for all this shit right now. Because I was like, what is happening? I need a, I need a family tree. I got you. I got <laughs> I got you. Okay. So. So. Okay. Ethos and Colis are twins. They were born in Carcedonia in the West in the Mortal Lands. As twins, Ethos is the primal of life. Colis is the primal of death. Uh, Ethos was loved and he created the Draken because he was curious and he wanted to talk to them. And the only way he could do that was to give them a mortal form. And it's mentioned that he did that with other people too, like right. other, other races too. And people loved him and he could choose who to resurrect. Like he could choose like who to give life to. Okay. Other side, Colas, death, feared. Um, he fell in love with Sotoria. Uh, it was like a love at first sight type of thing, and she uh, died. She fell off the cliff, and because she died. Because he scared her. He was, like, hiding yeah. in the bush, and he was like, hey, girl. And she's like, yeah. ah! So, and, and he was infatuated with her. So, Colas went to his twin brother, Ethos, and said, bring her back. And he said, no, I will not do this. So, Colas had an eternal grudge. And mm-hmm. he decided, well, the only way that I can bring her back is if I become the primal of life. So he, through some means, we don't know, it was not told, uh, becomes the primal of life and he switched them. So he like switched the embers. Um, and, and he brought uh, uh, Satoria back to life, but she was morose and sad and she um, died again. And then to save her soul... The goddess Kila, uh, my notes, uh, marked her soul for rebirth so that she would never go to the underworld so that, um, she was just forever. Yeah. Going so, yeah. For, like, so that Colas could never get her. Okay. Um, and, and, and you would know that it was her because she was born in a shroud. And the eternal debate over this is, is, is she safe or is this like worse for her? Because like constantly being reborn and never finding peace. But, Ugh, I'm almost done. But when Colas and Ethos switched places and Colas became the primal of life, earthquakes happened. Tsunamis happened. Because it wasn't supposed to. Like, that switch yeah. was never supposed to happen. And yeah. the rot happened. Yeah. Well, yeah. And there was a lot of energy going on. Um, but Climate change, people. Yeah. So, uh, so Colas... Can't create life, so no primal has been born while he's been in power. And that's why there's no ascensions because But they're still keeping up pretext. This is just like this is just like from Blood and Ash. The ascension isn't happening, but they're like, we have to keep up pretenses, so the ascension isn't really ascension. It's just like sacrifices at this point. That's how I related to it into my head. Like when you're you're, you know, like different um you know, different communities, especially that we learn about in like history, um, they would there would be like sacrificing to the gods and to the temples, even though that's not what really happened. Like that's how I assume the ascension is currently going on because nobody's actually ascending; they're just dying. Well, they're giving those people that are ascending to the gods as playthings, and they're being like murdered for sport, basically. Right. Um, okay, so so um, so then so then. Colas, so then Ethos dies, and uh, Colas has um, uh, Ethos's wife killed while Ash is inside of her. But Ash survives, and that's why he's called the Blessed One, because nobody knows how he did that. Colas also destroyed um, Ash's mom's soul, which is really shitty. Um, so the reason that the rot is happening, <sighs> the reason- is very Cain and Abel. It is. The reason that the rot is happening is because two, I have it start, two primals of death are ruling at the same time. Because that is why the rot is happening. Okay. So, like, it just, like, and, and then, so, like, the rot is happening and it's been felt in Elysium for a while. And it hasn't, like, spilled out in the mortal world until Sarah was born because she has the ember of life 
and the ember of life is in a mortal body and it can't contain it and then it started like a like a like a thing but they're like not connected it's very confusing <sighs> yeah i would have gotten like maybe a c on this if we if we just like decided to give me a test okay. I'm so confused. okay so this is this is what it is with the deal so the deal has nothing to do with the rot right the deal between muriel and nikos's dad yeah ethos all he did all ethos did was change the climate he made the climate like milder Ethos, the deal with Ethos and King Roderick was to bring, like, prosperity to the land. So Ethos, like, made the climate milder. But, like, that's that's done. That, you know, that expired. So it really was just a coincidence. Yeah. That this yeah. all happened. It was, like, the timing of yeah. Sarah's birth. Yeah. So Sarah's birth, like, the weather reverted, which is what happened. But then, like... All this other shit was also already happening. It had been happening for a while. And it just feels like it was amplified. Yeah, it was just amplified. Um, So now that... Jesus. Now that Sarah is in the Shadowlands, she's bringing life back to the Shadowlands, right? Uh, They say that poppies are blooming in the Shadowlands again. Uh, And that she she ascends... um, What's her name? Bele? Bele? Yeah, she ascends her uh, when she's hurt. But Poppy is... is um, um, uh, she She's going to die. She's going to die by her 21st birthday. Because Sarah. we find... Yeah, or, sorry. Sarah's going to die by her 21st birthday because Sir Holland, who helped raise her, is a fate. And he is, um, you know... I was surprised to hear he was a fate because the whole time I was saying, like, oh, he reminds me of Victor. And then you have this whole history about, like, what Victors are. I was like, he is a Victor. And then, of course, you're reading, you're like, no, he's not a Victor. He's, like, another... He's an RA fate or something. I know, but Victor and Victor. And Victors Victor. are guardians. Yeah. No, oh. I loved that. We lo- But I loved Victor. There was nothing bad about Victor. <laughs> Um, okay, so what, what else do I have here? Um, so I have, I have the Jess. You mentioned earlier that there's like an, an emphasis that Sarah and Nikdos are not related. Oh, right, because well, I think we were talking about the comparison of Poppy is so much like Sarah and Cass is so much like Nikdos that. It kept feeling like, are they descendants of each other? Reincarnations or something. Yeah, reincarnations or something. And then I go, but then that would make them related. So I feel as if that they had to keep drilling in. No, you're not related. No, it's just like if you give blood or something, like just because you give blood to somebody, that doesn't make you related. And then when she finds, she's like, you're only sharing the same power and that's why she's going through the culling because even though Nikdos's father put his like ember his primal ember in her i'm still kind of confused about how she also gets a like an ember of Nikdos, but because like even though she's born mortal and she was born with this primal ember she also has a little bit of Nikdos's primal ember too which gives her like double embers which is why she's going to be going through the culling or is currently going through the culling so my notes tell me in my very chaotic way with arrows <laughs> that ethos took an ember from nikdos when he was born and put oh, it oh to save him yeah to to, right. to save him from 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 his uncle from his uncle this is, this is also like scar and mufasa yeah yeah so he took that ember of power so um to get so yeah so like Nikdos has an ember and like Sarah has an ember and they share those embers of power and that's why um they They're say like, like drawn to each other and they two have an souls affinity meet. Yeah. yeah they recognize there's a rightness there it's mm-hmm. also why Sarah was drawn to the lake to the cuz that was like the shadow stone and the entrance to the shadowlands speaking of shadow stone is the shadow stone dagger that Sarah has is that the one that Victor passed like is that in her bloodline is that Poppy has? I don't think so because it's a woven mm. woven bloodstone dagger, right? It's a bloodstone. Oh, bloodstone. Yeah. Okay. Not shadowstone. Shadowstone to me is kind of like obsidian. That's what it it kind of um 
Seems to me. Okay, we meet Penelope here, which is kind of cool. Uh, we meet Penelope. Yeah. She's another type of fate, right? Like she, a she, god? She didn't say. She says that she's, like, with the fates. Like, she was with Sir Holland, and, like, they kind of seem like they're boning. So... Uh, you know, there was that, but she had, but Penelope has a vision of, uh, wars, two kings, two queens, of blood trees and redwoods, of chosen and rebirth. Of- I mean, the end of this book absolutely sets us up for March 2022 yeah. for the War of Two Queens. Uh, East District. Or oh, at least gives oh. us, like, more to give questions, like, have questions or we might have more answers. Yeah, okay, so the way that this ends, though, is they're they're saying, like, okay, obviously, like, uh, Sarah is the primal of life now, but we kind of got that. But that love is more powerful than fate. Mm-hmm. And that um, because she Your has... love all is possible! Yeah. And because Sarah has two primal embers in her, she has to go into the culling, and that only the blood of a primal that loves her will save her from dying in the culling, and that has to be Nikdos. And it ha- it has to be Nikdos. That's it's not just like a primal can fa- like love yeah. her. It, it has, has to, to be, be the blood that she already has. And it would have if she didn't basically bite him when they were having sex. Yeah, if she wasn't into <laughs> it so bad, then this wouldn't be an issue. But she was super into it, so now good she's, for her. Yeah, but yeah, now like, she's like fuck. Yeah, metaphorically, <laughs> Met- meta- metaphorically, more f- metaphorically. Okay. Now is the time to go through my chaotic notes Yay! about. So, Jess, do you do you want to? We'll go through it. It says, "Gilded Bones: Colon." Nikto says he's the king of gods. Slash, his consort has been sleeping fitfully. Slash, he approved Cass and Poppy's marriage. Slash, same reaction as Sarah. He'll kill me for talking back. He recognizes it and says, Sarah will be pleased by this slash aware of everything that has happened slash (laughs) gods of Poppy's time hyphen God sleep now, not actual gods. Primal's tainted and twisted uncontrollable. We had to stop them. We did hyphen, but we started the Dark Ages slash bloody trading with mortals. Only gods born in in the mortal realm kept their powers there slash they can't enter without being weakened, slash, gods shouldn't be born in the mortal realm, slash, Nikdos ad- admits he's a primal, slash, Poppy has primal blood, he, slash, he knew all Poppy's questions, slash, reverence, slash, Poppy bringer of life and death. Ooh, it's and so chaotic. It's so chaotic. But, so. <laughs> those, you know, that, 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 those Nikdos interactions were like super fucking helpful, right? Like super helpful. So what do we have here? We have Nikdos right ahead saying that he's the king of the gods. So first so, of okay, all. Okay. So let's like set the, like right now, this is you rereading Chronicle the 41 of Bones. to 43 yeah. chapters of the Chronicle of Bones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Nikdos says like he's the king of the gods. Okay. Whoa. Uh, so his consort, unnamed, has been sleeping fitfully. Oh, he does say unnamed. We're like right now. I'm just assuming Sarah's has lived unnamed. Uh, has okay. been sleeping fitfully. Uh, we know that um, Nikdos approved Cass and Poppy's marriage because he made the sky go dark. Uh, that was like the 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 sign. And then uh, Poppy, then Nikdos starts threatening Cass, and Poppy goes like, "No, you can't do that," or whatever. And she like gets up in his face, and then has a moment of realization that he's like. Uh, primal and like takes a step back and he recognizes that that's what Sarah did all the time. And, um, he says, Sarah will be pleased by this. So that makes me think it's a genetic like trait, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But we I don't know. So. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Everything's assumption. Everything's yeah. assumption. Uh, so they know what's going on. And he says that the, the gods that are sleeping in Poppy and Cass's time now are not like actual gods. They're like sealess gods. And like back in the day, there used to be primals. So we know that Penelope is like sleeping and we meet her in this book. So she's like, it. she's the one that people worship now. I don't know. It's very, I feel like, how'd we get there? You know, I need a reread because mm-hmm. this created a lot of questions or maybe we just didn't even focus on, this stuff so much when we were doing our episodes. And here's here's the big part. This is what Nikdo says. He goes, the primals, 
you know, he's talking about the actual, like actual gods. He goes, the primals, the primals became tainted and twisted and uncontrollable. And we had to stop them. And we did, but, and we started the dark ages because of it. So like, but who's we, and if the primals have gone dark and twisted, was there a, a God above, like I say God, but was there a quote unquote position above the primal that he kind of maybe rose to, to had to put everybody to sleep? I, I don't know, because they do say over and over again that like no, no primal or God would like choose to go to sleep. And like the stasis, like nobody would do that. It's really rare. It's not something that they would do. And they do say that the way that the gods treat the, um, the, the chosen is, or ascended or whatever are like really bad and awful. And that like Colas is like tainted and like his, his, you know, like his deeds, like his rot or, you know, rot is, is like making everything bad. So like he's, he's like twisted. I would assume that he's the one and like his followers are like twisted or whatever. Um, so then, yeah, this this blood treaty, so, like, only gods born in the mortal realm keep their powers, but they're not supposed to, like, cross over. That was, like, supposed to be the thing, but, like, Poppy is born in the mortal realm, so she keeps her powers, right? So then, and then Poppy, Poppy finds out that she's a primal, and Poppy has the, the tasting thing, we said that, that Nikdos can do through his mother's bloodline. So, like, Poppy can taste the emotions, and Nikdos can taste the emotions, and Nikdos's mom could taste the emotions, and they're all redheads. So, there's that, too. I, there's just, there's a lot. Like, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I, need, I need a nap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I just, I feel like you read it twice, and you're still, like, not 100% solid on everything no i am not i'm not solid i feel like i i'm on firm ground but i'm not solid maybe that's the point wait i have a back Um, (laughs) so um oh we didn't even get into this sarah is the reincarnation of satoria yeah we didn't even get into this um and now her goal is her mantra that was like you know the the whole promotion of this book like make him fall in love with you be his weakness and end him. So now, now she has, she to, has do to do that. it, but she has to do it for Colas. Yeah, she has to do it with Colas, and Colas is fading, and and his deception is slowly killing both realms. So now she has to to do. She should just kill him and then go back. Like, do it all before her 21st and then go back with Nyctos. But Nyctos has already put, like, this machismo wall up to be like, I can never fall in love with you again. I can't trust you again. But then he kisses her and he's like, this doesn't change anything. We're like, yeah, fuck it doesn't. Yeah. Kiss me like that, please. Uh, Their spicy scene, their one... Which one? Well, their... Yeah, that one. I, well, I think I have an unpopular opinion. Hmm. I don't think... It was as spicy as other things I've read of hers. Was there spice? Yeah, absolutely. I and I'm not I'm not gonna say it's a one star spice, hmm. but I'm just saying like, okay, there's a little touchy touchy feely feely, and then there was just like one scene, one big yeah, one big scene, and it it reminded me of when Poppy ascended. He needed to feed as as it as it should. <laughs> Uh, as it should, as it should. Um, yeah, it's, you know, he said he wanted to fuck her while he was also feeding fucking on suck. her. If he wanted to fucking suck, and he did. Good for him. Uh, you know, good it's... Good for her, too. Like, she got hers. Her. I, she I got hers. Her. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, good on you, Sarah. And I, li- like, and like, I like where she's, like, already, like, at, like ready to go again. He's like, what I tell you? And she's like, all right, let's go. Yeah. I don't you know. know. I, res- I respect that. I respect the hell out of JLA the way she writes. Because I think I was telling you about another book um, series that I was reading of hers. And she does, she does that a lot with the, the women where nobody's shy. They're like, let's go. Like, no slut shaming. None of it. Take ownership of your sexuality. And I absolutely love that because we have lived so long where that is not something to celebrate. Oh, well said. Well said. Most excellent. What do you, what you got, what you got? I want to say something. I mean, not that this isn't positive. I think, I think there's a lot of highlights and there's a lot of um, feedback and just general first impressions of this that I had, but I appreciated 
the communication. And I say that with a caveat because we know that Sarah wasn't completely truthful in her dialogue with Nikdos and just like her interactions because he doesn't know the full intention of what she was doing when she got there. But I did like, I like how Ash communicates with Sarah. Like he was, he seemed to be pretty straightforward with her being honest. If Like I'm thinking specifically of when they can't sleep and they both go out on the deck and he's like, you can't sleep either. And she's like, I'm just thinking about all this stuff. Like he goes, yeah, it's a lot to deal with. Cause it's very much again, like Poppy where she was raised with all this information her entire life. And then the rug is like ripped out from under her to be like, wait, which is why she was so hurt to think like, I I had this whole intention. I was groomed to do this whole thing. And now I'm not doing that. And she, it was hard for her to accept that new fate for her in a way. And wait, which, which one? Well, the new, we're, Poppy I don't want to say it was Sarah, 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 okay. sorry, Sarah. It could Did go, I say Poppy? it could go either way. I just, oh. I was just <laughs> I'm like, talking about Sarah I, and Nikto. Sorry. I lost it. I, I was like, wait. <laughs> so Sarah and Nikto, she finds out the new information the way Poppy did. Yes. yes. However, however, where Poppy held that against Cass, Sarah did not hold that against Nikto. She was just thinking, like, I have been groomed this whole time. And that's when it kind of unravels that she is who she is and what her intentions were. But she was honest to say, this is a lot of information. This is not what I had grown up with. And this is, like, unsettling to me. And they have, like, their moments on the balcony and they're laying down. And then, you know, they're also having the communication of, I can't be in the same room with you because you make me like you, 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 I'm consumed by you. Or when he goes, I know you're alone in the room next to me. And all I think is I can go through that door and you won't be alone anymore. And I won't be like, I do appreciate, we always talk about the miscommunication tropes so often. And I don't feel like there's a miscommunication trope here. There is instances where the truth isn't divulged but it is never not communicated. Or even in the beginning, he never not said he was Nikdos. And he never had an ulterior motive. Whereas where Castile, he did say, like, I'm Hawk, I'm Hawk. And he had his own storyline. And yes, we know that whole... We do know that Hawk and Cass are the same. Where, like, we know Ash and Nikdos are the same. But he, ne- but Nikdos never pretended to be he wasn't Nikdos. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. And and they they communicate on big things and they communicate on little things. Right. Like she doesn't like snakes and like she you know he he murdered his like friend or whatever and like you know they they have or like talking about like the story of his tattoos which each yeah. one means or represents or mm-hmm. you know they they openly even say and she she I can't remember if she was thinking about it but I know there's a point where he goes they say like I wish we could be just like Sarah and Ash, not mm-hmm. the consort and Nikdos. Very much like, let's just be Poppy, Poppy and Cass. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. There are a lot of like instances that I do. I do really enjoy this book. I do like the story. It's an interesting like spin on, on like the, the, it's like a retelling kind of, but, but like the life and death switch, the brother, like, that's cool. I like it. It's it's gonna. I I think it also shows. I mean, if we talk about like Hades and Persephone retelling, I think it's just interesting. It just goes to show, you know, people in their egos. I want to be primal of life because he's loved, and my brother's loved, and he has all this power, and I'm just gonna go ahead and take it. And it's sometimes it's. I think it's. We've had this discussion. I can't remember if we've recorded it or not. Where there's a difference between men like management and leadership and you could have a manager and you you could have a manager and a leader but that doesn't mean the same thing like in a title like a leader you want to be with a manager just kind of manages that doesn't that's not always reflected and i feel like his brother was a leader and here uh colis is just being like a dictator and he was like on that power trip where you know, that that wasn't the case the other way around. He thinks, oh, just having a title and having a different set of powers that's going to change who he is. And that's not what it was ever about in the first place. So we have to, I guess, like, look at this book like this is the first, right? Like, this is one and then it's two, three, four. 
Right. And this isn't even considered, I think the way JLA has explained it is like you can at some point, this is like the a flesh and fire series, and then you have from Blood and Ash, but this is as much as this is a prequel, when you think of chronological order, it is considered she's considering it a companion series yeah. because at some point the course the course of this storyline is going to merge with the From Blood and Ash storyline. So this is a companion series to For Blood and Ash because right. everybody will eventually meet up in right. so, um, other books down the line. So I guess my question to you is, would you feel, because yes, we have, a, you know, three books with the From Blood and Ash already established. Would you have felt, I guess it's a two-part question. Do you feel like you can read this series starting with this book is my first question. And then going into From Blood and Ash, Kingdom of Flesh and Fire, and The Crown of the Gilded Bones. And the second part of that question is, if you read this book first, would you have liked Sarah and Nikdos more than Cass and Poppy? That's a really good question, but I would say that it's it's not like a fair comparison because unless you're comparing strictly for Blood and Ash to a shadow in the ember but if you're comparing like three books of for blood and ash it's too hard because you have all of this like established like story and growth but if you just do for blood and ash and a shadow in the ember i would like sarah better and i feel like that would tip me over um towards niktos but but you already said you like sarah better yeah is it the story that you're not a huge fan of because it's so similar yeah, but, you know, I always kind of found Poppy annoying. So, and since this is, like, the flesh of the story, you know, like, this is the this is the foundation of the story. Like, everything else, like, builds up this from this. This feels like the origin story. There isn't a before this. Yeah. So we have to figure out, like, how you get, you know, I have no problem with this. Because this is how Shadowhunter started out, right? Like, you have Immortal Instruments and you jump forward to Infernal Devices. That's just, this is exactly what's happening. So I have no problem here. I feel like when uh, this series is complete, it will be very fun to do rereads in different orders. Uh, so that you can get uh, all different things, you know. Because um, that's that's what I did with Shadowhunters, and it's very fun. But yeah, I'll read the next one. <laughs> no question, no question. Uh, you I'm, know. So what do you do? You have any? Do you have any speculations of what's going to happen in with the War of Two Queens based on what we know now, or do you think it's still like? Do you think this book won't have an effect on it just yet? I don't know how this book plays into what's happening in the end of Gilded Bones. I have absolutely no idea, and I'm stoked to find out the relationship, because that's cool as yeah. hell. And, like, Nikdos is there. Like, right? Like, he, I assume... And Nikdos, now it's been, like, hundreds, we're assuming yeah. hundreds of years. So, like, he's also, like, grown into himself as a god, like, as a primal. Like, so, even if he's yeah. sleeping. Yeah, so, like, I, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm ready. I, I, yeah. So, um, I'm excited. I will appreciate this book more when I have more of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. when I have more of this series, I will like this, but I only have this one. part of this series. Yeah. Yeah. This, okay. this specific part, but I only have one book and it is hard to love something wholeheartedly like 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 change your life like love something when there isn't like you, there's nothing you know i gotta go to another series to 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 get it so i don't know we'll see we'll see but i'm very excited to read war of two queens i am too yeah it's all it's all that's all i have really there's just so much detail on things that are not important that it it bothered me. And I feel like if you took a lot of that out of this book and um, you could cut down on some some pages. Or give us more, like, take out four pages of 
britches and leggings and give us more of something else. Yeah, or like the the bathroom descriptions or, you know, I did appreciate the hair washing scene. Like that was nice. It was sexy. And then the mood was lit. They were communicating and talking and like he was washing her hair. Like I liked that, but I didn't need a description of all the buckets and and, and the the, 15 buckets. Yeah, like the buckets and the scraping of the the pitcher and the, the, the I get the world building. I understand, but like I, I wonder if there it was there because in the world we know now, we know about indoor plumbing. I mean, we left off with Crown of Gilded Bones or where uh where Cass is like, wait till I show you what water from a shower is and she was like, What? The concept So I don't know if it's there to differentiate where we are. So they've got a toilet and they've got a sink, but they've got a tub that needs pitchers of water. Make it make sense. <laughs> Sometimes I gloss over the world building until you bring it up to me. Make it make sense. Okay. So she's got, so she's got like a chute that shoots down into the ground. So, okay. So the toilet doesn't. So maybe they like pour the water to flush it down. Okay. And then the sink is just like, like a, like a basin and they need pictures for that. Uh, uh, okay. 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 You know, it's just, why do I need to spend so much effort on thinking about that? Why do I need to think about that? I shouldn't have to think about that. I want to think about her in the tub because that was a nice scene. You know, like, that's, that, that's where more of that, (laughs) more of that, more of that. Although I feel like that they described her nipples a lot too. Did you also feel like that? She was bursting out of her bodice a lot and her nipples were always being described. And Turgent, did you pick I'm up? So, I was so... I was like, I learned I what that so... word was. I, I was so... I can't believe I was so excited to see a word Turgent because you. I remember you texted me last summer or this summer maybe and you go... Do you know what turgid is? And I go, no. And then you go, I just found out also. And you looked it up because of whatever you were reading. And I go, oh, that's interesting. And I haven't seen it since. And then this is the first time I've seen it since you brought up that word. And I go, I know what that means. It was this book series. I think it I think it was Gilded Bones. Oh, it might have been. You might have it might have been. I think it was Gilded Bones or Flesh and Fire, but it was Turgent and I was like, oh <laughs> It was before I had even read the series. Yeah, yeah. So it know. had to be yeah. I think it was Flesh and Fire. Yeah, yeah. So Turgent. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Uh the modern lingo, you know, I, I could I could do without. But yeah, would recommend. I'm very excited to see what Book Talk does with this and where where it takes. I'm it. excited to see the theories that come out of it. Because I feel like this is a series, especially, and I'll be sending you a bunch of fan theories, um, of where everybody's mind goes. Because I feel like there's just, there's not enough information and we're still asking more questions where having all those fan theories are like, oh, that does make sense. Or you could have respectful conversations, emphasis on respectful, um, of where these theories can go or what your thoughts might be you're like oh well maybe that doesn't make sense so much because of xyz i'm still curious about the cave cats like we know the cave cats are significant with the primals we kind of got some exposure and the crown of gilded bones now i'm back with the primals give me give me some i I need more (laughs) but that's just because i'm asking all these questions that make no sense to me right now but they're there for a reason I need to reread Guild of Bones. I just don't want to because, like, we have there's just like so much other like stuff, and she's you know she's so like gloriously thick, and I have to like really commit. But I just I just don't want to right now. But um, yeah, we'll get to it for the recap next year. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, Jess, what final thoughts? I like it. I like it. I know you had said, like, of course you like it. Like, you love Cass and Poppy. Um, And I do. I do like it. I had fun. I do like talking it out because I feel like it was necessary because I'm still... I I felt like this was kind of almost like a a school assignment at the same time because I was highlighting so much in the book because I had so many questions and I was trying to take notes. Not just, like, for my... You know, I take notes with, like, my initial thoughts and then I'm having... 
you know, like, oh, remember this or remember like how like they define the chosen as like the third sons and daughters. And I go, oh, I thought it was the second sons and daughters. So I'm trying to have like two different parts of my brain, try to be creative with all the reactions and then scholastic with all like my intentional note taking. And we're so used to referring to like looking up researching and there was nothing to research here because we're all kind of just like, we're just all kind of vibing off of each other yeah and it's not like uh when we did silver flames where we had like an established kind of like thing uh, we're all kind of just like out on the wind here and i think that's fun i like yeah, that. it's fun i like your comparison to saying like going from the mortal instruments and then we went back in time for the infertile devices and even with the infertile devices and clockwork angel i still kind of like i feel like i've so focused on prince and princess that i kind of blur like i kind of forgot like or maybe it's just all blended with clockwork angel that i'm like wait what happened in that first book but i know what happened in prince and princess traumatized but i know just sobbing just sobbing god where are your where are your shelfies i haven't put them up yet because i haven't gotten my bookshelf i wanted yet but this one is gem gem and tessa and lil's in here somewhere I'll be with you shortly. <laughs> I'm I got my will plushie on the way. Well, not yet. But happy for you. Um, so that's it. Feel free to follow us on yeah. Instagram, Akafe Podcast. We're also both on TikTok, Akafe Laura and Akafe Jessica. And um, yeah, please feel free to leave some kind reviews if you decide. <laughs> um, yeah, interact. We love it so much. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.